Hi and welcome. It is now the 28th year. Can you believe it? The 28th year of Boscov's Burke's Jazz Fest. And this is your backstage pass made possible by the Burke's Arts Council. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Joe Painter and our premier guest of the uh, 28th season is none other than the voice of Boscov's Burke's Jazz Fest. If you're wondering uh, what is the face behind the voice or who is the face? Here he is, Michael Tazi. Michael, welcome. Thank you very much. Always that was a, a great, That was a great introduction. Was <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to see you, and you have, um, shall we say, a jazz journey in your life, I think. Oh, it's been a long journey. So let's just introduce you a little bit, and, and I can briefly say, you know, Michael, you've been in broadcasting. You, you cut your teeth, shall we say, in, in broadcasting as an announcer, a program director, WJJZ. Um, of course, the radio industry changed drastically, and you now have iJazz Global and iJazz Cafe. Yes, and we uh, have signed on back in 2013, uh, JJZ. Uh, we are now on the internet. Uh, believe it or not, we broadcast from the Burke's Jazz Fest studios. Uh, they are the uh, sponsor of the studios. Uh, Wait, and tell me, who's, who's we? Explain that a little bit. Uh, well, actually, me. Okay, <laughs> we, okay. Me. Uh, we is uh, iHeartRadio. Right. iHeartRadio has a great reach, and uh, with that, uh, we help uh, John Ernesto and the Berks Arts Council with the Berks Jazz Festival that runs the 6th through the 15th of April, which is uh, a pretty big deal. It's 10 days, yeah. and yeah. it's uh, well, a lot of acts coming through town, uh, 100 different acts over the 10-day period, which is pretty robust. It's the biggest festival in the world. I don't think there's anything that's the longer than that. Yeah, I don't think that there's a, a festival that's longer, that runs longer than uh, the Berks Jazz Fest. T 10 days. It started out, as you know, uh, being it's from a this area, as a yeah. weekend yeah. event, and it grew from there. Uh, they saw the potential. Uh, this area, Reading, Berks County, is uh, really a, w a wonderful area to, uh, to hold a festival. Uh, you don't deal with the things that affect festivals or events in big cities. Such as? Um, unions, I think, is one thing oh. that, uh, that uh, is, uh, uh, has a potential effect on, on doing things. Um, you have a lot of people, especially here in the Reading Berks County area, volunteers who I think are the backbone of this festival and always have been in 28 years. I don't think that that's ever changed. And um, the uh, Berks Arts Council and the Berks Jazz Festival, beyond that, really uh, uh, take uh, that into consideration and they treat their volunteers with a great amount of respect, which they should. It's so nice that you give them a shout out. And we will be meeting some of those volunteers from, I want to say, lifelong, and maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but really people who have been with Boscow's Burks Jazz Fest for the entirety, or, or nearly that. So I've nice seen, to give them a, a shout-out. I've seen out. a lot of them uh, yes. over the years, and I've been doing this uh, not for all 28 years, but a good portion of that. And uh, I've seen a lot of the same faces over and over again, and, and they do it for the love of the music and the love of uh, the people, which is really great. Your role has changed this year because you have been involved with this um, throughout the, the, not all of it, but most of of the tenure of Boscov's Burks Jazz Fest. But this year you are the voice. What does that mean? Uh, well, uh, uh, you know, I never think of it that way, although it's been made somewhat official, I guess, yes, that yes. Uh, I'm the ambassador now to, uh, to the Burks uh, Jazz Festival. 
But I've been here for John Ernesto, as we discussed earlier, and uh, the Berks Jazz Festival to do whatever I can to help make this the biggest jazz festival in the world. And a lot of people, especially the artists uh, that come here, they feel the same way. They love coming here to Reading, Berks County, and they love spending time here. Uh, Rick Braun, for example, grew up in uh, the Allentown area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and is a, a, a big favorite here. And of course, this year, uh, we had the passing of Chuck Loeb last year, who was a, a great uh, gentleman and a wonderful performer and had been a, a big part of the Berks Jazz Festival for many, many years. We're going to be doing a, a tribute to, Huge uh, tribute. That's to be uh, Chuck Loeb. And there are so many artists that are involved. I would suggest that if you don't have your tickets yet, get them get right them. away. Yes. BerksJazzFest.com. That is good advice. Thank you. Yeah. I was told uh, early on, right after the tickets went on sale back in December, early December, that a number of the shows were close to being sold out already. So I, I would uh, suggest that you don't wait till the last minute to try to get your tickets and then become disappointed because uh, there are a lot of great shows like the David Benoit, Mark Antoine show, there's uh, the tribute to Chuck Loeb, the uh, Burke's Bop show. There's so many different facets of this festival over 10 days with local uh, high schools and colleges mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. Um, Education's a big component of yes. this festival and, and sharing that. Um, it, good advice with getting your tickets, go to, you can get, get a ticket early. master, go to boscovsbrookschestfest.com and, and um, get those tickets or, or you, you will be without a seat. We have a, a sort of um, lightning round, if you will. Sure. And it's all about all that jazz. I'll see if I can pass the test. I think you can. Because there's no right or wrong answer. So I think you've aced it already. There you go. So you will see Michael throughout the duration of the festival. You will be emceeing a number of performances. I believe you're hosting the auction as well, which is Mm -hmm. another big event. But I've got to ask you, Michael, what does jazz mean to you? Um, It's improvisation. Uh, We've been doing this on... uh, kind of an offshoot of the of straight ahead jazz with smooth jazz for many many years i got to wjjz in 1995 uh, after spending a number of years in a different type of radio um, it was groundbreaking and, and frankly they're writing a lot of articles today and i don't know if you keep up with some of that stuff but uh, inside radio is one of the uh, yeah. articles that uh, i read recently that mentioned that the uh, radio audiences are uh, still around, the, the ones that listen to Smooth Jazz, JJZ, which is why we're, we're back since 2013. We're on the iHeartRadio app, which takes you globally, which is really, mm-hmm. uh, which is mm-hmm. really great because you can listen from anywhere. And it is a little bit better than satellite because satellite is, um, you have to connect with the satellite. And frankly, with the iHeartRadio app, wherever you can get cell phone service, you can get... You're in. The music, which is great. People can take us along. Up here to Reading, Berks County, out of Philadelphia, New York City. People travel from all over the world to come here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I know I got off track with the with the question, what but does jazz, but mean jazz to- is it's uh, it's it's relaxation. It's people enjoy what uh, what we do, what we bring to the table. And how has it impacted your life? Well. Um, it's interesting having a couple of young boys who are now older. Yeah. Uh, one just celebrated his birthday on Christmas Day and the other uh, back in October. Um, one is 26, the other one is 38. 
so they uh, they look at what I do uh, differently. Uh, people who are my age look at me at a uh, in a different light. Mm -hmm. Children, young adults, uh, men and women, uh, have their own what what they like listening to. Uh, their brand of music, and this is for a little bit of an older audience. I would suggest uh, 45 to 64-year-olds, maybe a little bit older. So it's impacted your life due to your generation? Well, uh, I grew up through uh, this uh, situation, the music situation. So I've been around a lot of these folks for a very long time. Some of the artists have become friends and I treat them as friends as opposed to artists which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, children, younger adults uh, have their own type of music and so what they, my children and young people see what I do or what we do in the radio business uh, as uh, uh, different and uh, it afforded them a good living as, <laughs> as they were growing up and taking them through college and all. How about your jazz mentors? Who are they? Um, Actually, it, it, uh, it's less about the, the music, the mentoring. Uh, I think the mentors that I had are, uh, are people that are outside the music business. Like my dad was a great mentor. Uh, like we, I had mentioned earlier on, my dad told me when I was growing up that uh, he would get smarter as I got older because, you know, I knew everything when I was a young man. And uh, so he was my mentor. He knew a lot. Mm -hmm. about a lot of things and he taught me those things and hopefully I pass that along to my children and they will to their children. And how about you? What is your jazz legacy? Well, um, I came out of rock radio so mm -hmm. I was a big rock, progressive rock guy. I was there in the beginning with Yes and Genesis and Emerson, Lake and Palmer and, and bands like that mm -hmm. and so going to smooth jazz was uh, an interesting uh, movement. I actually there was a there was a period when I didn't I wasn't in the radio business. I actually had one of the very first uh, uh, CD only stores in the Philadelphia area. All we sold were CDs. <laughs> that was in 1986, and I also had a fast food restaurant. But um, then I got back into the radio business and went to JJZ, uh, and uh, it was a little bit different because the people that I dealt with before, as far as artists, were really high profile. I mean, they were selling out arenas pretty regularly. Going into smooth jazz, it was more like clubs mm -hmm. and right, right. small events. So you were, you were able to get closer, not just me, but uh, fans of the music were, were able to get closer to the artist, mm -hmm. which I think was very uh, beneficial to the growth of not only the format, but also festivals like the Berks Jazz Fest that started out as a weekend event with a couple of guys strumming a guitar and playing a saxophone to a full-blown over 100 different artists over 10 days. Pretty big deal. And finally, speaking of Voskov's Berks Jazz Fest, and this is a tough one, so it's, I don't want it to be unfair. I'm not going to say your favorite, but can you pick out one of your more memorable or more favorite highlights of this festival over the years? What's a, m a moment? Wow. Yeah. Not, not the That's absolute. It's kind of hard because yeah, there have been so many artists that have come through here that, um, wow. A memorable highlight. It doesn't have to be the absolute favorite. Memorable highlight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can tell you that when Nick Colleone plays here, and he's a relatively new artist to, even though he's been around for a very long time, yeah. a relatively new artist to the format, 
he's extremely exciting. And there's a lot of young guys that are coming up. Last year, we did a show with Vincent Igala and Michael Manson at uh, what used to be Good Nights. Yeah. And uh, at the Sheraton, which is now the Crown Plaza. You have to go through. It, it's, there's <laughs> a progression here. Um, and Vincent Igala just rocked the house. He is a sax player, but he actually pulled out a guitar during the performance and did some kind of a rockabilly thing, and it just blew me away. I had no idea. At first, I'd never seen him uh, play the guitar. So um, there are guys like that, Jonathan Fritzen. Uh, Eric Darius is another uh, young and up-and-coming artist. It's, a, it's a, a shame that there aren't the opportunities for these younger artists that some of the older artists had over the years, the Dave Causes, the uh, Rick Browns, the Peter Whites, the Larry Carltons, where there was radio backing them up. Now these guys are trying to do it on their own, and they're doing a very good job, and the music is really wonderful. So it's the unexpected moments is what I'm hearing from you, that yeah, are the it's, highlights, it's so you really, just go to the shows. It's really not the, oh, I've seen that before, yep. even yep. though, oh, yes, I've seen that before, because there's always something different. Uh, Peter White with Keiko Matsui, Huge Groove. I think they're going to be here this year, uh, this year in 2018 for the uh, Boscoe Sparks Jazz Fest. I think Peter and Gerald are touring together. There's right a now. lot of yes. uh, combinations mm -hmm. of uh, uh, great things. And when we had WJJZ on the air, they used to come down and not only do interviews, but also perform. And it was, re it was really very exciting. This type of music is just... Uh, if you come to the festival, you'll see. If you've never been here, you'll come and see the camaraderie, the, the friendship that everybody has, the, the feeling with the volunteers uh, becoming a big part of it. And John Ernesto, who is the general manager of the Boscov Sperks Jazz Fest and has been since the very beginning, and he also uh, makes everybody feel comfortable about coming here and enjoying a weekend uh, or two away because a lot of people come to, for the first they weekend they then do. they go home they go to work for a week and then they come up friday saturday sunday for the closing weekend so well michael you're moving in for the week and i think the takeaway is get your tickets now for boscov's burks jazz fest yeah. and this is your backstage pass to the stories behind the festival thank you so much michael you're welcome thank you